0: Welcome to The Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, a social media manager and fashion designer. And I'm Bart Dace, a businessman by day, but more importantly, Ella's (laughs) insta-husband. Together, we run a social media company called Ella Bazaar Creative. We're here to talk about the social business world and the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. down now. Mate, put your phone down. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today I am joined with my beautiful friend that I actually met on Instagram, Ali from Ali Aid, who is a PA and she has had her own business for just going on three years now. So congratulations about that. That's amazing.
1: Oh, thanks, Gal. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm actually so excited to finally be a guest on your podcast. I feel like I've been listening to it for ages and i am like, been manifesting it, so it's awesome to be on here.
0: I'm so glad that you can come on here. You, you are who has connected me to so many other people and in Perth too, which is really funny that I move away from Perth and then make more friends. I know it's <laughs>
1: funny well because I've been here for two years and basically it was when I moved from Adelaide to Perth wasn't it that you did the swap like two, it was exactly literally same time yeah, yeah it was like that same week oh the universe you know, didn't align for us but in a funny way it has because as you said you're like we've made lots of friends and we've connected through mutual people so it's yeah it's it's still going our friendship I feel
0: like it's still growing and definitely and, you know, yeah Definitely. Definitely, and when eventually when we move back, you'll still be there. Don't manifest eventually. that you're
1: leaving. <laughs> fingers <laughs> crossed. And then we I don't can know about <laughs> my history. My history says that I stay in a, a place for about four years and then I move on. So you might have a year or two with
0: me. Okay, fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> Did you want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself, please? Well,
1: um, I guess to start with, I'll give you like the. The fun stuff. So I am a Mackay born and I'm a Virgo girl. So um, I live and breathe organization in obviously the sunny city of Perth um, with my bunny, whose name is Gaia, which I'm just so sure. Cute. I'm sure many people that are listening to this that know me have seen her on my Instagram. And um, yeah, I'm here with my boyfriend, Matt. Um, but in terms of my business, um, it is full time. And it has been just a year gone that it went full-time, but prior to that it was part-time. But as you sort of mentioned, I do offer personal assistance services to other small businesses, um, and it's across a complete array of many different industries. So I don't choose one industry to work with. Um, And, yeah, at the moment I'm working closely with eight ongoing clients, and I've been fully booked for over a year now, which is crazy. I still have to pinch myself that I – don't really have to wake up each day and jump on and pitch myself to heaps of people to get work. I just sort of am busy, um, which is really nice, but it becomes my reality. And I sometimes have to sort of check in with myself to keep doing marketing and keep selling myself. Um, in case, you know, one of those clients goes, which, you know, touch wood, they don't, but yeah, but that's, I guess a little bit about myself. I'm an open book. So if you do want to know more, feel free to ask (laughs) well we will we've got plenty of
0: questions to get through (laughs) yes excellent let's do it okay so the first one is how did you get started in your business
1: oh it's a funny story you know like that saying where some people like some people are born entrepreneurs and other people just sort of stumble into it that's totally me so um you know if you came to me a few years ago and was like you're gonna have this amazing business you're gonna work from home you're gonna be able to like work with amazing small businesses I would have completely not believed you um so although I sort of went into, to you know from high school into studying a bachelor of business which I graduated from back in 2013 And I've lived through heaps of traditional nine-to-five roles within, you know, the admin and event industries, which I focus on now with AliAid. My business was actually accidentally born out of a, I guess you could call it like a spontaneous resignation (laughs) (laughs) at the end of 2016. So um, when I say spontaneous, it was a a contract that I cut short. Um, And it's sort of, I guess it was coming out of nowhere, but I, I guess in hindsight, I was like, oh, yes you know, that was a universe looking out for me for bigger and better things. So it's totally true when they say that everything happens for a reason. I completely Um, agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I, like, I wouldn't be where I am now if I didn't do that. Um, so I guess with how I started, not after long after I resigned, um, an events company that I'd actually previously worked for in the role that I resigned from ended up coming and poaching me after they'd heard of the news that I'd I quit. Um, and then, yeah, at the start of 17, I started working with them, um, and it was under my own ABN, so I essentially, I guess, was a contractor. Um, and, yeah, it wasn't long before I realized how much I was absolutely loving the work that I was doing, and I really wanted to get more of it. And then, yeah, in hindsight, they ended up being my first client because I just, yeah, reached out to, to people and was like, this is what I'm doing now give me work and I attached a brand to my ABN and then it became alli So, yay. That's That's amazing. (laughs) So, yeah, I sort of stumbled into it. Like I didn't really think I would, you know, go outside the traditional nine-to-five role. I sort of felt like that was going to be me for the rest of my life until I retired. Um, But I'm so glad I did stumble into it. And everyone that thinks that, you know, resigning is a bad thing, it's totally not. So,
0: yeah, I'm here now. So you said that you do lots of different things. So what would a typical day look like? Oh, my
1: gosh. Every day is so different, and that can depend on, I guess, the tasks that I'm doing, but it also depends on my motivation. Um, Sometimes my body is like, you need sleep, gal. Like just sleep and wake up when you need to. Um, but obviously, like having a routine, I would say my general day would be to wake up at about 6.30 in the morning, um, have a coffee, have a snuggle with my bunny, go off to gym, come home, eat something and then get started about 10-ish with my work and then work to probably about 6 o'clock with a few little breaks here and there. I try if it's sunny to get outside. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'll forget to eat. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yeah, that I would say that's my general routine. And then if I've got meetings or anything like that, they, they're just thrown in there.
0: But a lot of it is spent in my home office at home just getting shit done. It is really nice to work from home. And I think now with everything happening, we can be quite lucky, I guess, that we do have these jobs in the really – comfortable safe space
1: yeah I feel like we've sort of got one leg up on people that are are working in a workplace where they're being told to work from home like we're so used to it already that we only might have to make a minor change or we might just have to get used to not leaving the house at all but in terms of yeah having a set up office at home we've got it most of us have got it done if we're an online based business so yeah, it's not affecting us or me um, as much as I know it is affecting some of my other clients and other small businesses. Um, but what can we do? Yeah. We've just got to band together and support one another because um, I feel like the world's going a little bit crazy at the
0: moment. It actually <laughs> is. Like, yes. I completely agree. I feel like I haven't really been affected by it and a lot of my clients actually probably are going to benefit from this. Um, mm. A lot of them are online-based and – a lot of them promote things around the house and so i think that will be good but like this morning i was meant to get my hello fresh box delivered and somebody has stolen it from outside my house <gasps> no oh my
1: god oh. seriously that's what i mean the world has gone crazy i went to the grocery store yesterday And there was, it's like my anxiety levels went through the roof Yeah. and I, instead of like, I could just, I was absorbing everyone's negative energy and I could just feel everyone's tension around me rising. Um, and yeah, it's funny what people will go to the lengths they will go to for like bread and rice
0: and even just trying to find a park. Like I couldn't Mm. get a parking spot. I had to wait for ages just to park to get into the shops Yeah, no, I like once the
1: shops, went home, and I was like, I'm comfortable with staying home. I'm just going to be a hermit crab, and I'm going to stay here until it's all over, (laughs) and who knows when that will be, so. I'm
0: happy to do my Woolies online shopping, and hopefully it gets Mm to work. Until,
1: yeah, until they're like, oh, we're no no longer doing it, so who knows? Um, I'll wake up tomorrow, and something's changed, so. Yeah. You know, as a small business owner, we've just got to learn to, I guess, pivot wherever possible and see the positives and the benefits of something like this, um, especially if it's something we can't change. So, and I think that's, that's, what, um, that's where small business owners will survive, I think, when yeah. if they ad- adapt to things and
0: know how to become more online-based because that's the way the world is going definitely i think that's definitely a benefit that we have we can mm. be more reactive and a lot faster mm. totally so agree so anyway back to this <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm like,
1: I i i want to talk about covid but i'm also like oh i'm so sick of it yeah. like i just i like want to wake up and like it's just not not a topic in the world at all like yeah. the news the news is just like it's all that's on there so I'm happy happy to move on to another exciting topic (laughs)
0: yes so has anyone in particular influenced or inspired you to start your business oh to start my business Mm
1: -hmm. that's a hard one I don't actually think I can think of one specific person that influenced or inspired me to get started with my business like Back in 2017, Instagram wasn't as big as it is now. So I wasn't really scrolling the gram and being like, oh, this person looks amazing. They're doing an amazing thing. So I wasn't in, like, inspiration wasn't as readily available as it is today for me. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it was probably an array of people around me providing positive encouragement, support, feedback. And that had sort of an, I guess, an accumulative effect on my motivation to truly follow. What clearly is my passion and harness, you know, and harness my true skill set, which is admin and events and being around people. Um, and I would have said that that's probably like my past manager at the time, um, Chloe, which I was in, event, in an event assistant role um, and she was my event manager. And she was a real, she was a massive positive encouragement for me at that time. But obviously, the, the, the lady that I worked with that I was talking about before, um, when I started doing event management, she influenced me, I guess, because she pushed me outside my comfort zone, made me realize that I really wanted to do something like more of what I was doing. So I guess that just was the push. And that's me what you be- need. Yeah. And I, I really like I had such a bad experience with that job that I'd resigned from that I was like, there is no fucking way <laughs> I'm going back to something like that. Yeah. Um, like it was horrible and I was really turned off at the, I, my background's quite high in non-for-profit and I'm like done with non-for-profit, which sounds horrible. Cause there's amazing charities out there, but it takes a lot for those charities to build my, like to earn my trust now. Yeah. Um, cause I've just had such a bad experience before. So I think that also has really motivated me to like never as much as I can help, Go back to a nine to five or working for someone else in a very um, sterile office environment because it's just so different to what my life is now.
0: So yeah. yeah. Well, now you can also choose who you work with. It, it works both ways, mm, which is exactly. really good. So good. So, would you say that you have any accounts at the moment that are your favourite? Oh, this is going to sound really, really, really cliche, <laughs> but
1: again, <laughs> um, I, I know you know where this is going. But I absolutely love yours and Elo's, which if, for those of you uh, listening, that's our good friend Eloise Smith, um, who was on so the podcast really it's, as well. Yeah, she's been on the podcast a few times. So really, it's why we're friends. Like oh. it is. <laughs> yeah, like that's why I started following you both. I connected with you both and now you're my friends. So I would say that you two, um, you know, some of my favorite counts. But um, if you really want to check out my favorite counts, just have a squiz at my following list on Instagram. Um, But with that said, I'm probably due for a routine cull soon. Um, Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Um, (laughs) Which everyone needs to do if they don't because it's the best thing ever.
0: So, it's like a spring clean of your following list. To check out some of your favorite accounts, was it Friday or Sunday that you share some of your faves?
1: Oh, well, it was Friday. So, follow Friday was like a thing that I was starting to do every week. And then I started noticing a lot of the same people in the same industry doing the same thing. And I was like, I'm changing it again. So, I've started doing a share Sunday. So, it's the same sort of vibe. But on a Sunday and not a Friday. So um I, I do share yeah, I share my top five people that influenced me that for that week and just in general that I really like and want to share to other people, get their name out there. Some of them are quite well known and some of them are people that have have, have like two hundred followers. So um yeah, that's just one way that I give back to building the community and yeah, sharing the people that I I liked following it's such it's a nice people. thing to do as well yeah it changes all the time yeah
0: mm. and it's nice that you have the templates so that people can go screenshot it and also share their top five yeah so people
1: bit- screenshot it and some of them come out really funky and I'm like oh it looks so much better if you have the original so <laughs> i <laughs> sorry i am um, not long ago i think it was a few months ago i did share the actual original template on my mailing list for the follow friday um so if you are a part of my mailing list and you've got that make sure you go and download the actual original one because it will show you so much better on your stories than screenshotting
0: it and make sure you tag Ali when you use it. Yes. Yeah. Please do that
1: because then I can give you a little clap <laughs> notification or like the love heart face
0: one. Yeah. Yes. So would you say that social media has had a big impact on your business or on your life? Hell to the, yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's easier than, like it's, it's seriously easier than ever to start and launch a business um, and in great part thanks to social media. So I guess for me, though, it's a love-hate relationship (laughs) Um, because, yeah, I mean, I I would want to start with the positive. So I guess my love for social media is that the community it fosters, um, the work and the income it generates, the brand awareness and loyalty that I receive for my business. Um, and the fact that it's a free communication tool, which a lot of us forget about, um, that we really don't have to pay for it, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but my hate for it, which is a bit negative, but it's <laughs> the reality, is that it increases my screen time like tenfold. Yeah. Um, which means like the distraction increases and I get comparisonitis and writer's block and. You know, as you know, dealing with copycats, like that is complete negative side of social media. So yeah. that how it impacts that's how it impacts I guess my business and life negatively. But they're all the things that aren't gonna go away. Um, so I try to focus on the things that I love about it, which is like, as I said, the community and the brand awareness and yeah, jumping on there and trying to see the positives. Um, yeah. but no, in all seriousness, I mean, like it's an incredibly powerful tool. And to be honest, I most likely wouldn't have met, like had my business without it and all the friendships and the connections that have formed through it. Like with you and LO. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's truly brought me like so many gifts. So the last few years having my business, um, that yeah, the positives outweigh the negatives, but it's a hundred percent impacted my business and my life.
0: Um, I completely agree. Yeah, there are, there are definitely days where I I'm like already just tired from normal work life. Yeah, and then you just don't you don't have anything else to offer, anything mm. more to give on social, but then you see all these other people doing it and they're so on all the time and they're giving so much yeah. all the time and you're like then you start feeling a bit shitty.
1: Yeah, but it's totally learning about like giving yourself a break and actually yeah. just being like, it's actually fine to not post today. Like the yeah. world will not, the world will not turn to shit. Like if you won't lose followers and that's, what's amazing is that I've had like social media hiatuses like quite commonly over the last few months. And yeah. some of them have lasted for three weeks and I've maybe lost like 10 followers. And then as soon as I come back on all my true supporters and my true followers, are engaging with me again and that's what's amazing and I think that that's what keeps me feeling okay if I need to have a break I'm like my my network on here will have my back when I'm ready to come back um and it's it's nice to allow yourself to tell yourself that you're a human as well (laughs) Um, and that you don't have to always be on like yeah I think it's no, the especially think... as a small business owner to always be on and always a doing everything. Um, but yeah. What about you? Like
0: how has social media changed your business and your life? Well, this time last year, I was still, I feel like I was still figuring out exactly which direction I wanted to take my business in. Like I had some clients, yeah. but then when I started to really focus on my Instagram and helping other people, it just, it brought me so much work so it's just I have had all of my inquiries through social media and recommendations from Eloise as well Mm -hmm. and I I met her through you and just none of that would have happened if I didn't want like make that decision on that day to really focus and no I'm gonna do this I'm gonna put my business up on Instagram and really focus on trying to build it.
1: Your business has come so far in 12 months. It's seriously
0: amazing. Thank you. Yeah. You inspire me every day. I can't believe how far, like, honestly, this time last year, Bart and I were thinking about YouTube and we were like, oh, we like started playing around with it. I think we we filmed one video and it was really, really bad. And now I feel like I can talk (laughs) to the camera which is amazing. Yeah,
1: but it becomes your reality, right? And sometimes you've just got to like actually stop and acknowledge how far you've come. Yeah. Cause you don't I... really have too many people besides your true supporters that actually come to you and say, Hey, hang on. Like look at, look where you've come. Like look where you were 12 months ago and look where you are today. Yeah. And it, when you actually do look at that and top, stop and take a second to acknowledge it. It's pretty amazing. Like you feel
0: like really proud of yourself. So
1: something I still that we feel,
0: don't do a lot of though. No, no, definitely. I mm. still feel like this time last year, I wasn't as confident talking to stories and mm-hmm. it doesn't just happen straight away and i think there was definitely th- a couple of weeks there where i was trying and then i would just delete the story and try again and try again and yeah
1: try again. oh my gosh how funny is it when that happens and you listen to your voice and then you get really sick of your voice yeah and you're like oh Sorry. god i can't post it anymore
0: <laughs> yeah well, but I we can think just think it. it's practice
1: yeah it is yeah. practiced and it's amazing filters Yes,
0: that's we how. Can.
1: Sometimes, <laughs> <for sure>. sometimes <laughs> I jump on stories and I like look, I, like I don't even think about using my story like the non-filter. Like I always go to a filter now, but it, that's what makes me get on stories. Like you've always got to have one thing that helps you push past that boundary and crack through your comfort zone. And yeah. for me. That is a nice filter that puts makeup on my
0: face. (laughs) Yeah, just smooths everything out, makes me not look tired. It's great.
1: (laughs) Yes, it is great. Thanks, Instagram.
0: (sighs) So have you had any big struggles that you think that we can all relate to in business? Totally,
1: 100%. Like I've already named a few of them such as, um, comparisonitis, writer's block, uh, self doubts, a huge one. Yeah. Um, time management, uh, what else? There's heaps. burnout, <laughs> oh, the burnout, um, and procrastination, I guess, would be a yeah. huge one. Um, I don't think procras- procrastination is one that a lot of us like to admit that we've got, but all of us have it.
0: Yeah, um, we do.
1: But out of all of those, like even though the the self-doubt and the burnout is huge, I, I guess like the threat of burnout, my biggest, the biggest one for me is the being alone part. So oh, yeah, Yeah. like when I went full-time with AliAid last March, so March 20, what year are we in? 2019. 2019. <laughs> um, I never thought about, like thought twice about my immediate work environment and the fact that I would spend a whole heap of time in my home office on my lonesome. Um, which I think being like a natural extrovert, it's something that I still struggle to deal with every single day. And I have to consciously make plans to get myself out of the house and like in and amongst other people and getting like feeding off their energies. Um, yeah. Cause if I don't, it doesn't take me long to go a little stir crazy. Um, and then that's when I feel like the negative Nelly thoughts come crawling in and that's where I find the self doubt happening and the procrastination and all of that. Cause I'm trying yeah. to feel that feeling of being alone. Um, but yeah, like it's actually the worst. It's the worst It's feeling. so crap. Yes, it is. And I'm, yeah, as I said, like an extrovert. So I need, I need to yeah. be around other people. Yeah. And I need to feel like the love from other people and yeah, I don't like it. Like, I, I mean I mean I'm a human you're a human and we all struggle from those things I would love to meet someone that would say oh, I don't you know struggle from any of these things yeah. But we all, <laughs> we all do because we are human um, and you know even though the struggle is real at times I managed I do manage to keep uh, you know my work and personal life ratio fairly well balanced um, but it's good um yeah it's come like it's taken me a long time though, um, t- I guess, to be a firm believer of like the whole power of saying no and learning to let things go that I can't control, which being a Virgo and an extrovert has been extremely hard to learn. <laughs> um, but over time, I guess I've like, I've learned that it's actually for my benefit rather than not. Um, yeah. But if I'm like, if, you, if, you're not, if you're a business owner and if you're not intentional about your energy and your time... Then the result is 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 not very nice. Um, Definitely, think, like you've got to set out with you know intention of where you're putting your energy and where you're spending your time. So yeah, I completely agree. One hundred try or a hundred percent
0: trying not to be on my lonesome, <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> you have to. Like you would struggle from that too, right? Oh, big time. And even worse, like I don't have my family or like my regular friends group over here that I can just catch Hmm. up for coffee with Um, and I
1: resonate with that yeah yeah
0: yeah definitely I feel like you've you've got a good little community of girls over there yes but it took a while like the first say
1: when I first moved here in the start of 2018 into Perth um I landed not knowing anyone but my boyfriend so he's he very quickly got sick of me. <laughs> like he'd go out for like coffee and I'd be like, don't leave me. Why are you leaving me? You can't like, you can't, you've got to take me everywhere with you. Um, so I found that really hard. And for me, I been not knowing anyone. I had to rely on Instagram and I had to rely on social networking to yeah. find friends. So it's taken a long time for the first few months. I was in a pretty dark place. Um, a yeah. whole like, you know, I just want to go back to Brisbane, which is where my, my family is originally from. Um, Why am I putting myself here? Like, why do I have to be in Perth? Like, just trying to find the easy way out. Um, But yeah, fast forward, I think it took more probably about a whole year for yeah, me to get crazy. into my groove and like really find like a solid little group of friends and yeah, get to People to get to know who I am in the Perth community as well. I found really hard because I had my business before I moved to Perth, but no one knew who Aliade was. So, yeah, that's that, going back to that question where how social media has impacted my business. That's the power of it. Is that that's it's made me make friends and it's made you know the my awareness of everything going on around me larger, which yeah. is amazing. I love social media for that.
0: I completely agree. I, when we moved here, I was the same. Or we both of us, we didn't know anyone. And I found that those first few weeks were terrible. And then I found a Mm. job and I was like, cool, I can do this. I got a job. And then I ended up leaving that job. And I Mm. I felt like I started all over again from the very beginning.
1: It's so disheartening sometimes. Like it's weird when you land in a new city with no set structure in place, you don't know what to do with yourself. Like yeah. if you've got no job and no friends or whatever. It's not like when you you know, back at high school when you were given like yeah. almost an automatic social life. Like you rocked up to school and you had like your group, you had your gang there. It's not like if you move to a new city, you don't have that. Like everything's brand new, everyone is busy with their own lives and like really it's nobody's job to be your friend. No. Which I think like I think, you know, if there's anyone out there that's moving to a city for the first time, that's something that you've really got to come to terms with, is that it's nobody's job to be your friend. Like, you've got to, you, it's a tough gig, like, you've got to pry your way into someone else's social life and social circle, and you've almost got to, like, prove to them why you're a good addition to their gang, <laughs> <laughs> which is really weird, because, you know, if you've grown up around your school friends forever like you've never really had to put yourself in that situation so it's like tinder for friends when you move to a new city
0: i think yeah, it's much <laughs> harder when you're an adult as well because everyone's already yeah. got their friend groups
1: and that's no, the thing like you've you've got to sort of you you've got to sort of give them like a a case on yourself to be like i'm really worthy of your already awesome social circle <laughs> sorry <laughs> Um, But yeah, I mean, that's why my internet internet was my friend when I moved to Perth, because nearly all the people I'm friends with here in Perth were my online friend to begin with. So yeah, you've got to be open to being, you know, your screen time going a little bit up
0: um, to make friends. Well, I think you answered the next question already, so we won't do that one.
1: Oh, yeah, for everyone that's listening, it was what was it like moving to a new city and making a new network of friends? Totally answered that. That was it.
0: (laughs) But you are so amazing at bringing people together, even though you are in a new city and you've only been there for two years. Can you tell us a little bit about how, the cheer squad was developed and how you came up with the idea for that and bringing people together and all of that.
1: Yeah, of course. This is, I'm actually so glad you asked me about the cheer squad. Yay. (laughs) Um, Because it's something that I'm like so incredibly passionate about at the moment. Um, So basically for those listening, it is a series of events um, only in Perth, unfortunately, Uh, but it is Perth based um, for small business owners that are, I guess, the events are, like, low-key and low-cost and just basically centered around getting together and eating good food and having good company and just having a good time. It's a very relaxed, um, I guess, networking event. I hate the yeah. word networking, but That's it's a very it – That's what it is, but it's a very relaxed vibe. Um, I've only organized six in total so far, so it's a relatively new thing. I think it was around September October last year that I came up with the idea, Um, but every single event so far has been so different um, because we do brunching, we do dinners, we do drinks, and it's, it's, um, yeah, an amazing time. Like the main reason behind creating the social meetup group called the cheer squad was to provide an opportunity for business owners to recognize and acknowledge one another's achievements but doing it in a relaxed environment. And most of the time having a nice cheeky cocktail or, you know, nibbling on some yummy food. And we, I try to make them really exciting, go to nice Perth venues. And um, yeah, I'm super strict at capping them at 15 people as well. So it keeps the vibe intimate and it, I guess it keeps it fun. And like, you know, for those people that go to traditional networking events, they're like 50 plus people and you walk in like wanting to walk out again, like straight yeah. away. Because it's so scary. Whereas the cheer squad is completely opposite to that. It's really like 15 people, you know, it gives us the chance to get to know one another at a personal level,
0: level which is awesome. The one that I went to, yeah. I went to one That's of your great, brunches great, much. <laughs> and it was, What's it that? was so good. The one that I went to, I loved it.
1: Oh yeah. A few months ago at the little yeah. Bay, was
0: it? Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. And I only really started going to networking events when I moved to Adelaide and I was so always so scared to go to them because I didn't know anyone. Like I was always a bit shy as yeah. well, but i I loved that one and that was the first one I went okay. to where everyone was just so happy to see each other and it, there was no awkwardness and it was just such good vibes. It was amazing.
1: Uh, yeah, that's amazing feedback. Like I totally agree though is that the events have been so amazing because of the women that have come. Yeah. Um, they're the ones that have actually made it how it is now because um, I have the same Business owners, probably about eighty percent of them, come to each of the each of them. Um, so we have a lot of return people come to them, which is fantastic because um, then we get to you know every time you go, you get to grow on that relationship with those other people that have comes to previous ones. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm just – I'm so passionate at the moment because I just – I come home from one of them and I'm just on this massive high. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want to do more of these. Was I really struggle to get that sort of feeling when I go to traditional networking events. So I,
0: I feel yeah. like because these women also, they understand, like they've got their own business. So mm. you can go to these events and you can talk about – all of the businessy things that you might not necessarily talk about with your friends with because but they might not want to hear about it, but yeah. these women understand yeah. they're going through the same issues you're going through. They've, yeah. you know we want to celebrate each other's wins as well, and it's okay to do that in an environment like that whereas your friends might not always be as welcoming or supportive to everything you want to say about your business. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I feel like if you go to, like, say, brunch with a friend and they're like, how's your business? It's like they're asking because they feel like they have to, not because they want to. Yeah. yeah. Which sounds really awful because <laughs> they're, like, a friend. But you know what I mean? It's like a, it's like a topic of conversation yeah. that they're happy to have for five minutes. But when you do go to the cheer squad events, it's I agree. Like, it's a really nice feeling to know that everyone that's there is genuinely interested in knowing about your business and who you are and getting to know one another because yeah. it's a crazy, scary world, the small business world, and it's really, it makes it so much more enjoyable when we know, know people that are in the same industry or in the same environment that, that we are in and we and can resonate with that. So, it was so I just nice. want to
0: keep doing them. Yeah. Yay! It was, it it was, was just so nice to walk into the room and just people that I talked to on Instagram and then meet them in real yeah. life. That was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. We ended up getting kicked out, didn't we? Because we just did not (laughs) stop talking.
1: (laughs) They were like, you've been here for three hours. You have to leave now. (laughs) And then we ended up standing, all of us standing outside for like another hour talking because we just didn't want to leave, which is an amazing, like a really good outcome. But it was funny. They're like, girls, stop talking now. You need to here go get on with your life <laughs> so yeah no it's an amazing feeling and I love getting all the good feedback um when I get home I get all these you know my dms or my emails or my texts get you know full of all these incredible messages of women that have attended saying oh I had the best morning or I had the best time at the event when's the next one I need when to, is buy the next to one? get
0: that's a good question when is the next one
1: the next one. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, the next one is on Friday the 27th of March. Um, it is at a place called The Little Paint Co, um, which is in Burswood in Perth. And it's a little bit different this one because it's, um, I'm cool. I've called it an interactive series rather than like a dinner or drinks um, because it's a pottery painting workshop, which is going to be so much fun. Oh, that but fun. it's funny, like I've been in contact with them just this morning because of this bloody COVID uh, yeah. stuff, being like, "Is it still going ahead?" And don't fret if you're listening to this and you're coming; it is 100% going ahead. But instead of drinking your champagne out of a nice glass, it is in a um, disposable cup. That is pretty much the only difference. Oh, good. And there might, yeah, and there might be a little bit of more of sanitizers, but that's about it. So that's really exciting. And then the one after that is on the I believe it's the 19th of April and that's going to be a bottomless brunch oh. at the Globe at the Globe in the city and that's on a, sun- a Sunday. Yeah, so yeah, as you can see like going from a pottery workshop to a bottomless brunch. Every single event is so different um, which it makes it really exciting and oh. I'll yeah.
0: have to get back over so I can go to another one. Yes, please. It's the weekend
1: between um, the Easter, yeah, Easter and Anzac Day. It's Aww. the weekend between that. So I would love for you to come over. Please come over and stay. That would My be parents. a
0: fantastic thing. <laughs> My parents are actually coming over then. Oh, that would be nice. nice. Yeah, but hopefully yeah. I should come over in June, July. Oh, yay. Yeah. Just bring all your winter gear because it will be yeah. so much
1: colder. Exactly. But not compared to Adelaide.
0: No, exactly. Adelaide I'm, I've got, I'm, I'm leaving winter here. <laughs> like I'm escaping the yes. bloody three degrees in the morning. I can't That's deal with something I that. don't miss is no, the cold Adelaide. And it's like home. so
1: wet there. It's like Melbourne weather in Adelaide during winter, I reckon. But not as exciting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: come over oh. to Perth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. We need to start wrapping it up. Because we are going for a long time. But right. what is the most common question that you get asked? Oh my gosh.
1: So I don't want to sound like a negative Nancy, but I always get aspiring, like other aspiring VAs asking to pick my brain
0: yes. on um, how.
1: <laughs> but there's three words, like if I get those three words in, in my inbox, I'm like, oh, um, that's like my immediate reaction. Um, but they ask, like, yeah. how I get started and how to become. Successful fast, and I'm like, no, you've got it all backwards. Um, and I often tend to go back to them and say, because I value my client work, I don't actually have the capacity or services to offer you free mentoring. Um, but I do often refer them to resources, you know, such as this wow. podcast interview. Yeah, exactly. Now you can um, refer to,
0: them to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, where they can listen and you know talk and listen to me talking about the questions that they're asking. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably the, the most common question I get is other VA, aspiring VAs to pick my brain about how I got started and how to become successful fast. And success basically can't be rushed or hurried, which is I try I try to tell them that. Yeah, um, I think it's something that
0: they that people learn over time. Yeah. It's true though, it can't. It's a marathon, not a sprint. It is. I love
1: that. A marathon, not a sprint. I'm going to like add that to my vision board. Yes. Do it. <laughs> is that, is that your quote or someone else's
0: quote? It's definitely not my quote. It's oh. um, <laughs> just <laughs> claim it girl. Just Google it. I'm sure. I'm sure someone will pop up. All right. Okay. What's that last one, where can people find you? Ooh. So I guess in the digital world,
1: you can find me mostly on Instagram and Allie So it's A-L-L-Y-A-I-D-E. Otherwise, I am also on Facebook um, and I have a website. So, yeah, that's my digital world. And if they want to find me in real life, come to my Cheer Squad event.
0: Yay! Yay! <laughs> I will put all of the links for Ali down below so that you guys can check her out as well. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been That's so okay. nice to thank you for have having me
1: mm. Oh my god, there's so much more I want to talk about. I know we'll have to have me on again. <laughs> we'll have to do part two. Yes, let's yes. do part two. We're making we'll, plans for already, let's do it in real life. Okay, sounds good. In June, stay tuned, June. people. Yes they will okay thanks for
0: having me (laughs) we'll talk to you next time bye all right Bye. bye